We're glad you're joining us here this morning on the Morning Jam. We have had a couple of weeks of just very tragic headlines uh, with the incident that happened in Charlottesville with the football players there and then the incident at the Chesapeake Walmart. Uh, It just seems like we're in a very volatile time period. Marco Galbraith is our go-to when it comes to these conversations. He is with T4 Tactics, and he travels the country training people with situational awareness classes uh, and does a variety of of classes trying to, to keep us safe. Good morning, Marco. Thanks for joining us this morning. Good morning. Thanks for having me on again. Well, I'm excited to, to have you on. I know you've got a, a podcast that you've just recently done. We're just going to hit some of the, the high points on this. And if people want to hear uh, all the details, we're going to tell them how they can do that. But one of the things yep. that you do, particularly, I mean, you travel all over the country and do this. Uh, sadly, these two were in fairly close proximity to us. But whenever situations like this occur, you go in and you talk to the people who were there, uh, witnesses, sometimes law enforcement. Tell us a little bit about how that process works for you. So, yeah, I, I try to, the reason why I do that is I've, I've been to some certifications for active shooter, and I've, I've uh, been to train-the-trainer classes. And I, for me personally, there's nothing wrong with those classes or certifications, but I just believe that there's nothing better than going out and getting primary source direct testimony from, what, from the people that were actually involved in that. It doesn't get twisted and turned, and then I deliver that. Um, but when I go to these scenes, the very first thing I do with my faith, the very first thing I do is I literally take a knee and, uh, and say a prayer for those involved, including first responders and law enforcement. But we have to remember that the first responders, fire, medical, police, they're going into some really bad uh, visualizations. Mm. So we got to remember them. In, in the prayers, it's not, you know, we, we look at it on the news, oh, that's horrible, but these people will be haunted by some of this stuff for the rest of their lives. Um, but I, I, I pull people aside, you know, I, I very respectfully pull people aside, and, and I've got law enforcement contacts where I can get information uh, from inside the scene, and then I talk to witnesses outside, and everybody's willing to talk. Um, Chesapeake Walmart had a lot of people out there offering prayer. They had a memorial service, uh, you know, a memorial set up. Uh, same with same with UVA. People really come together in in situations like this. But with the uh, the UVA shooter, you know, we kind of know a little bit about him. But he was a decent football player in 2018, and then all of a sudden he wasn't a decent football player because now he's cast into a bigger pond right. with a lot bigger fish. So so that was bothering him. He was not in this particular class that went to this field trip in D.C. He was in a social justice class. And his professor, because he was kind of a loner, his professor invited him to come on this field trip. So technically, he wasn't supposed to be on the bus. I mean, she, oh, she controls it. It's, it's okay. It's not a rule break or anything. But he wasn't in that class. Um, he sat on the back of the bus by the bathroom uh, on the way uh, up to D.C. on the way back. So he was, he was distancing himself. One of the female, females I spoke to said that she had been trying to uh, befriend him in this social justice class, and she was happy that he went. And on the way to D.C., she kind of spoke to him, and he was distant. On the way back, he was very, very, very distant. Um, She came back to her seat, and when she told me, she said, I came back to my seat and told the guy I was sitting next to, he's not himself. He's completely different. These are pre-attack indicators. People are off their baseline. That eerily calmness. Yes. He's in that predatory violence. He knows what he's going to do, and he's preparing himself for it. 
So he sat in front of the theater, or at the theater, he sat all the way up in the front, completely by himself. When they went out to eat, they went to an Ethiopian restaurant afterwards um, to eat. The, the professor wanted to, to have them experience that. Uh-huh. And, uh, and he, he did sit with other students there. But just before he started shooting, he targeted the football players. Those, those guys that were shot were targeted specifically. And he mentioned something about a video game just before he started shooting. And then he yelled, you guys are always messing with me. Um, something about a video shooting, game? Yeah, nobody knows what he said, but he said something about a video. He said something about a video game just before he started shooting. And then he started yelling, you guys are always messing with me as he was um, delivering those shots. The, the girl that had befriended him and kind of knew him said that after the shooting, which was kind of towards the back and middle of the bus, when he was walking off, he had a completely different walk to him. He was like, she, she described it as swaggering off the bus. Well, I, so, I read one person who described it almost as skipping. Uh, yeah, yeah. Almost like a joyful thing. Right. Now, right. is that something the, that you've seen before, Marco? Well, they've accomplished their goal. I haven't seen the skipping, and I haven't seen the joy. I, I, I hear very little about being, yeah. yeah, yeah. I hear very little about being um, joyful or celebrating about the attack. Columbine, those two boys did a lot of celebrating, a lot of taunting um, just before shooting victims. But it's rare that they, that they celebrate or, or swagger or skip when hmm. they do that. He got off the bus and shot, did a couple more rounds at the bus. Um, and the professor was yelling at everybody to get off the bus after he had gotten off the bus. Oh, dear. So that probably, yeah, that probably wasn't the best plan of action. But, again, under stress and under pressure, we don't know what's going on. Our world's completely upside down. Right. Uh, you know, it's hard to, it's hard to judge that. Yeah, I mean, uh, I could see them using the emergency exit off the back once it started. Right. I could see that going right. on, certainly. Right. Uh, maybe they felt like they were sitting ducks if they stayed on the back. Yeah, I mean, and the who knows? You know, we, yeah, yeah. I don't want to judge her for, for Absolutely yelling not. people to get off the bus. Yeah, yeah, because she could have put her head down when the shooting start, started and popped her head up and thought maybe the shooter was still on the bus. She doesn't know. Right. And and those those situations are completely upside down, so it's. It's not fair to armchair quarterback her. The Chesapeake Walmart shooting, we know it was an overnight team leader, uh, killed six people. He had a manifesto that's starting to come out. Um, one of the employees that I was talking to at the memorial said that he had been displaying, uh, he had been with Walmart since 2010, and he had been displaying a lot of concerning behavior, talking about maybe being demonic, possessed by demons. Oh, Lord. Um, anti-government, kind of threatening other employees. And then she looked at me and she said, I don't understand why he would do something like this. <laughs> you had the warning sign. Right. That, and that's threat assessment team. That's, that's why I, I can't pound into people's head enough where we need a working threat assessment team at these businesses. Because, you know, you say all this stuff that he's threatening and he's anti-government and he's talking about being possessed by demons. He owns a, he's, uh, in fact, you know, he's admiring guns. Right. And then the next statement from her is, I don't understand why he would do this. And um, I, think, I think many of us, and I certainly have this trait, and I identified it a long time ago, um, and it has been to my peril in, in less tragic ways. But it's like if, if my brain won't go there, I immediately right. assume that nobody else is going to go that way. 
And I and I'm Absolutely. like that with my children. Um, yeah. You know where where my ex husband might immediately go. You know they're doing this or they're doing that or that. Probably because he was doing that when he was a teenager. Because I didn't mm-hmm. do that. I was like, no, they're not. Because I right. would have never done that. Well, we can't assume yeah, yeah. that. We we can't make right. those assumptions in any way. Right. But, it, you know, if you look at these, when these people do things in neighborhoods, you know, they kill their neighbor or they've got bodies in the house. You know, Jeffrey Dahmer, the, the neighbors are being interviewed. You know, he was a little unusual, but I didn't think he'd do this. Well, sometimes being a little unusual, sometimes putting out clues. Uh, this shooter at Chesapeake Walmart was picked on. He was bullied. But right. yet an hour before the shooting, all of a sudden he's the nicest guy in the world, and he's joking with these team members. Uh, 15 minutes before the shooting, he's joking with these team members that he's getting ready to shoot. So he's off his baseline. And that's what we have to watch for is these pre-attack indicators. Human beings are going to throw out pre-attack indicators. It's what we do. And we have to be able to to uh, look at those. But, you know, one thing that got me, when my heart sank, when I first got to uh, to Walmart, I pulled in there, and you see the crime scene tape, and you, there's 35, literally 35 FBI agents and right. police cars and medical and, and all the news media. Um, and I look over, and right next door, Sam's Club is fully open for business. And that's kind of a, a punch in the gut. I, I don't know. I'm not a corporate business owner, but I think I probably would have maybe closed half day or something. I don't know. Right. Well, um, I mean, it's, it's, you, you know, know, it's hard to know. I do think it's interesting and in, in drawing attention, though, to what you just said. You know, th- it's almost like he intentionally tried to throw these folks and disarm them with his yes. kindness so that right. they wouldn't feel threatened right before. Um, but again, even if it's being kind, if that that is completely opposite from the way he normally acts, that's still... Uh-huh a pre-attack indicator, even though he's right. being kind. He's off his baseline, and that's what, we have to, that's what we have to watch. Now, sometimes, you know, if, if you get a flat tire on the way to work and you come in, you're in a bad mood, you're off your baseline, that doesn't mean people are going to be an active shooter. People can have bad days. But, but when if you're normal other things, is being grumpy all the time. That's right. Yeah. right. That's right. And he was a decent person. And it goes back to active shooters are normally not violent nutcases. They're people that feel like they've been done wrong. This kid, you know, he put in his manifesto, the Chesapeake Walmart put in the manifesto, that if people had just liked him. Well, um, I in mean, the late 70- I have that here in front of me yeah. where he says he felt harassed. His true intent was never to murder anyone. I was actually one of the most, he's speaking about himself in past tense, I was actually one of the most loving people in the world if you would get to know me. Right. I well, wish I and that's could have a call saved for everyone help. from and, myself. And, yeah. If you look at these manifestos and if you look at uh, what, what they've written prior to the attack and what they've done, they feel like in their mind they're victims. That's how they justify it. Right. Is they feel like that they're victims. Um, Virginia has open carry. <laughs> I said this on my podcast, and, and I'm at the memorial service, and there's family there bringing flowers and wreaths of loved ones that were just killed hours earlier. Uh, and here's this guy in a tank top, gym shorts, and open carry. Oh, my Lord. And one of the women, uh, oh, oh, my goodness, I, with flip-flops. Oh, and, my gosh. Uh, I know. There's I'm not so a violent person. There's so many things wrong with that. Yeah. There is. It's in a, it's, I understand open carry's legal in Virginia, and it's your Second Amendment right, but just because we can doesn't mean we should. 
the woman I was standing next to that was crying and people are comforting her. We're praying at the scene. She looked at that gun and she turned away from me and vomited. She threw up oh and she said, gosh. get me away from that gun. Get me away from that gun. It's not appropriate. It's something like that. Right. Because people look at guns differently. His gun didn't bother me. I'm comfortable with it. But some people, especially yeah, but you, after something like that. You just got your loved one shot either. Exactly. Right? Yeah. By yeah. a handgun. Right. It's just not appropriate. If people want to hear the complete podcast of, of what you've learned over the past week or so, how can they hear it? If they go to my um, web, the easiest way is go to my website and just click on podcast. Okay. And it should be the first one that comes up. It'll be UVA and, and Chesapeake uh, shooting. I think that's the name of it. Okay. Um, it's anchor.fm slash T4 Tactics. But the website's the easiest route to it. It's on nine other podcast stations, so it's easy to find. All right. So it's the, the letter T, the number four, tactics.com. That's how you can get yep. that information. Marco, we appreciate you so much. Thanks. Thanks for having me on. You guys have a good day. All right. You too. Uh, he works so hard at making sure we've got the information that we need. We're going to be back here on The Morning Jam. 866-916-3776 is our toll-free number. Thanks for starting your morning with us. The Morning Jam. The news today.